0: fright rags
1: horror apparel and accessories <laughs> if you're a horror fan then fright rags is the place for you fright rags has been bringing you the best in horror apparel and accessories since 2003 officially licensed collections including fan favorites such as Halloween the evil dead creep show and tons more no matter what type of horror you are into, Fright Rags has you covered head to toe. Offering a wide range of exclusive products from your favorite creature features, slasher flicks, and cult classics. Metal Hand of God listeners get 10% off when they use the code MHOG10 at the checkout. So don't miss out on your favorite horror apparel and accessories you can only get from Fright Rags. That's fright-rags.com. And remember, use MHOG10 at the checkout for 10% off your purchase at Frightrags.com. <laughs>
0: From them
2: everything and welcome back to the metal hella god podcast yeah no one, what are you doing yeah I'm being excited, right? Right? It's like Nipsey Russell. I had the, the fucking... worst day of of, uh, of today, so I'm trying to put some. Amp- yeah, fucking right. I'm your host Hi, Wayne, guys. and you know that motherfucker is. As- I'm the rum guy and yeah! Wayne's on Flocka. <laughs> on Flocka, fuck. <laughs> if I was on Flock, I'd be laying on the ground doing like some I don't know, doing like the 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 worm or some shit, trying to get into yeah. a building.
3: Well, that's, that's the fun of it,
2: right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We have a return guest today, an amazing man who's done millions of things, who's built millions of things, who dances naked on, on a building.
4: Mr. That hasn't been proven.
2: <laughs> Mr. Race O'Brien, what's up, dude? What's going on? Thanks for having me back. Of course, dude. You were, you were so much fun last time. We figured, fuck it, let's get him back. I appreciate it, man. Do I have to do the, yeah! Yeah, do it, do it. Yeah! Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I got this, my flock up. Yeah! <laughs> yeah!
3: <laughs> and And uh. we just got to hear... Uh, yes, the uh, Metal Masters new release. We did well. Oh, come on now, don't <laughs> like that's not true. This <laughs> very very song, no, this was awesome, dude. That that sounded really
2: good. I was well, thank ve- you, man. Very impressed, man. And, and and I'll say this again, and I, and I said I said a minute ago, I, the first tune that you gave to a uh, gave to me or sent on it was actually on Instagram where I saw it. Um, yeah, uh, was very good. I was very impressed. But this, oh, thanks. But this one is way better. It's got better production. It sounds really good. It's got good. the same
4: exact production. It's uh, called but, my iPad. But awesome. sound,
2: for some reason, it sounds better. I don't know if you mm. tweaked something. The name of the song or... is Crucifist.
4: Yes. Crucifist.
3: It's awesome.
2: I, I love mean, the name. Yeah.
4: You know what it could have uh, been, too? It's my uh, anti-Christian uh, uh, <laughs> establishment song.
2: Awesome. I would have yeah. never, never thought that by that name. <laughs>
0: no <laughs>
2: no you know what it and, and the
4: I. the holy book of bullshit didn't tip you <laughs> right yeah i yeah. like
3: <laughs> that it had such a cool it had a really good hook uh oh cool you sounded good on it and the uh man it kind of it there was part in that song i'm like this is really cool this is really cool not that it sounded like this but man it was throwing me back to remember Cold chamber yeah Oh, I'll take that. I'll take yeah, that. Yeah. That was really cool, man. Like I the, was like, "Oh my god, this kind of it's got that feel, like, that like I haven't heard that type of that type of metal in a, in a while."
2: Yeah, that
4: riff. Well, it's also the faster one. So, I sent you like the opening song, which is kind of moody and slow. And mo- most of the album's kind of slow and doomy, but uh, I thought I'd send you one of the fast ones. So, that's the second track off the EP Crucifist. Um, and the first one I sent you Wait, what was the first one I sent you?
2: you? You didn't actually send it. You told me to go check it out on Instagram, and I can't remember what the, what the fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. I posted it,
4: was. it on Instagram. I don't yeah. know why I'm drawing a blank right now.
2: I am, I'm am sure. too. I am, too. The reason you uh, you said you couldn't f- figure out a way to send it to me, that was why. You were like, I don't know how the hell to send this to you. I was like, okay.
4: I know, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to post it live and see what people think, And um, but, you know, whatever. Oh, The Wings of Pazuzu. That that's was, right. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. That's it.
2: Yeah. The Wings and of it's, Pazuzu. It's, the Wings yeah. of Pazuzu.
4: The Wings of Pazuzu. Is it? Tell me about Pazuzu. I'm intrigued. So Pazuzu is a Mesopotamian demon. Um... And you'd probably know Pazuzu the best if you've ever seen The Exorcist. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. So in the the opening scenes, when uh, Max von Sydow is uh, in the dig in the middle of Iraq, which is you know what was once Mesopotamia, sure. Uh, they dig up a, a statue idol of Pazuzu, and Pazuzu is a Mesopotamian demon that um, was often associated with uh, drought and mm-hmm. swarms of locusts and destruction um sure. but he was also a fertility demon and looked out for women and children uh because back then you know uh we, when you take all the christianity bad guy good guy star wars bullshit out of it you get you uh uh demons in the old days uh did good and bad you know they were they right. were you know they were uh entities that well, they, they, uh, you they know, still
3: do good and bad i think I yeah know that, yeah that's you know, their job um,
4: yeah. and so the the demon Pazuzu um, was uh, the demon. a lot of people when they watch the Exorcist or read the book, uh, well, if you read the book, you know, um she was not possessed by the devil, by uh-uh. Satan. no. um, she is possessed by Pazuzu. But they don't really say that in the movie at all. They just to, to show you the God. statue at the beginning. Um And so that's why it opens with that kind of weird uh, middle Eastern sounding um, uh, instrument at the I beginning and and i put that in there uh to throw people off basically i just wanted people to be like what the hell is this this guy said it was metal and then uh i drop in with you know a heavy low d well there's
3: there's this kind of cool because there's some other metal bands and hard rock bands that have done that same thing you've got uh, nile. there was a band there was a band called raw yeah, yeah. Nile. that was a very nile, yeah, man. Yeah, nile. nile dude uh even even strangely enough even disturb has some of that uh, very uh, Middle Eastern tones to some of their
4: music. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's just, that's true. I try not to listen to Disturbed if I can help it. But... I
3: know you <laughs> have the tattoo. <laughs> yes.
4: Yeah, it's, it's right under my 90s chain choker. Yes. Right.
3: And on your tattoo, it says, ooh, ah, 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 ah. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah,
4: ah, ah. ah, ah, ah. Yeah. And it's spelled yeah, so, it's spelled so the out first too. First song, yeah. I just I, I wanted that one. It's 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 very slow and doomy, and and actually most of the album kind of is. There's a couple of fast songs. Uh, I finished recording one called "Pissing Blood" the other day, and that's mm. a faster one as well. And I can relate. <laughs> yeah, and, um and uh so yeah so today i was like okay i'm gonna send him another track but i better send him a fast one or else they're gonna fall asleep <laughs> well, with,
3: with the album being like, like do me are you do you get in do you get into a character or just a mindset when you get into your when, when you're starting to make stuff yeah i mean um i mean are you are you in are you in your room in like the black trench coat are you <laughs> no, are you are that. you with kind of like do you put in the fake teeth you wear like a like <laughs> no. a black beret and just fake kind of broody.
0: What
2: the no, fuck is no. that, he dude? To be a
3: vampire one time. I don't oh
2: know. no, vampire.
0: it's
4: definitely no, it's not typo negative. It's, it's uh, I love but that But yeah, movie. I definitely you know like the whole album's got a mood, and I'm you know, and it's a fake band. It's a pretend band. There's no other members. But don't me, you say it's, that?
3: You, it's not a fake band. It's a band. It it's is a band but, of yeah.
4: one. Yeah, it's a band of one. Yeah, I know. I'm like uh, I'm like what's his name Bickerness like burzum uh, yeah. burzum <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: yeah but nobody wants to the,
4: without the racist I-
2: ideology no but nobody wants I'm... to work with that dude that's why
4: oh okay varg varg true. no one will work with me either so i'm like oh
2: throw my own band but you did, but, <laughs> but wait a minute wait a minute you didn't you didn't kill people
4: no i have not killed anyone all right anyone, this and, this uh, dude has early bullshit. Yet. yeah yeah Uh, Uh, no that that just that's the only way uh, the only way i'm like him is that i am in a band of one person (laughs) but i do try to like i try to i i I basically i went into this project um like i mentioned before in the last podcast like it's you know it's a bucket list thing i want to do because i'm getting old and i always i'm like you know i'd never put an album out so i just want to try it and see what it's like and and so now we have the technology to do these kind of things in our living rooms you know uh and uh and so I just kind of want to do it, but I do try to like, I'm, I'm imagining a band and I'm imagining a In mood part. and an image. And, um, and it's, it's kind of, so part of it's planned and then part of it's just kind of coming out the way it's coming out. Like the vocals, I do two different vocal tracks. I do like a low, you know, and then I do like more of a goblin,
0: you know? Yeah.
3: yeah That, uh, that, the, the goblin thing is what that, that had me going with the, uh, Uh, With that whole cold chamber thing I was hearing that and I'm like, Oh my god, that's just very reminiscent of that. Oh, cool.
4: Right on, man. Yeah, that's awesome. But and and that was kind of accidental because I didn't you know, I'm not a professional. So I didn't know how to do it. So I'm just kind of making it up as I go. So the band is kind of forming its image and its mood and its its vibe. Uh, more accidentally uh, than than planned out, and that's kind of cool. Like that's kinda yeah. how I wanted it to be. You know, I like I wanted it to just do its thing and see what happens.
0: You
3: it, know what you should do, and this is my opinion. Okay, you should animate your band.
4: um uh, i've tried animation before and it's way too much work
3: (laughs) you should find somebody to animate your band
4: (laughs) yeah maybe i should
3: you could be like you're you're like the one man gorillas
2: there there's there
3: you go there you go (laughs)
2: there is there's a band uh from down here called consortium of genius Mm -hmm. um it's one guy very humble yeah it's it's one gentleman he he, uh he's a mad scientist and actually they do this thing on uh facebook called escape from the uh secret lab and they get other bands to play in their studio and he he's like super like uh he knows all this stuff that's tech stuff so like you know they're in a they're in a fake uh laboratory and like Behind <laughs> behind them are all these like fake computers, and the bands play. And what he does is the, he brings the bands in so that, um, people can donate money to the bands. You know. Oh, like, okay, yeah. So the way the band escapes the the laboratory is if their score, which is their the money donated, is higher than his. So it's, <laughs> oh, it's wow. It's very cool how he does this stuff. But anyway, uh, the reason I brought that up is because in the Consortium of Genius, there's no drummer. It's his name. Right. His name is Drumbot. He's a robot <laughs> that the guy actually animates and puts puts on a screen while everybody else plays around the the fake drums. It's really cool.
4: Uh, oh, that's rad. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's fun. pretty sweet.
2: That's fun. It's like it's like uh, you
3: know, like like it's just a fun way of doing something. And I yeah. could see you doing this, man. You could do that whole get someone to animate it out for you and, and have your parts. Yeah, possibly. And you're doing, I think that'd be fun, man. Just little shorts, you know, just the length yeah. of the song. You know, and I think that would well, be cool man. you probably get like a huge following on on social media and think. Or not, I don't know. <laughs> you'll
2: be People big in be like, Russia. Sounds like shit. What
3: a terrible
4: band. Actually yeah, you'll no, be big dude. In Russia, I tell you. Like like seriously, oh, yeah, yeah.
2: I I'll tell you right now. If I if I thought you sounded like shit, I would tell you. And right, and it. and really I, I I've heard bands of 5 that sound way worse than that. <laughs>
4: Well, I do that sometimes, like, I, you know, like, uh, I'm on Spotify, and I'll listen to, like, you know, death metal radio, and I'll just, you know, and they throw on whatever, you know, like, while I'm walking the dog, and, you know, and there are, I'm not gonna lie, there's some bands out there that I kind of go, well, shit, I don't sound that bad, like, uh, okay, all right, this might be okay, you know, I'm not great, I'm not death, I'm not obituary, I'm not any of those guys, but, uh, um, yeah, so so I was like, okay, the like, worst stuff has been put on vinyl before, you know, um, and so I kind of felt pretty confident going into it, but it's, you know, it's my songwriting ability, uh, and my song playing ability, which is lacking and I know it, but I'm doing the best I can with what I got to work with. And I just hope a few people like it, you know, but ultimately I did this for me. Like I, I just did it cause it's a bucket list thing that I've always wanted to do.
0: Well,
3: what you need to do right now is you need to announce yourself to everybody. To, you, you are announcing your own band. Say it, say it proud.
4: Um... I'm in my own band. Is that what no, I'm no,
3: supposed no. to say? No, 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 the title, the name of your band.
4: Oh, the name of my band is Knee Deep in Blood.
0: <sighs> oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> say <Cesar! laughs>
3: See, that's awesome. I love it, man. This is good stuff. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. So what do what you been what do you else you know, what have you been doing? I mean, we haven't talked to you in a while, so is this crazy Yeah,
4: it's just been kinda, you know, I mean, the world's a shit show <laughs> and uh, so we're just all trying to get through it together. You know mess, what? Mess. But, 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 but um but, you know, still working from home, uh good. working my day job and um trying to keep that boat afloat, which is not a problem and is that, is I, I was, that, I was is up that up kind by, of
3: changed for you too. I was the about day to say, job, come on, man. The, the way you do stuff.
4: I mean, it has only in that you know we were such a you know the art department, it, it was such a tight family in person, and we see each other every day and we joke around and and you know, and we go over to each other's desks and we collaborate and we you know, oh, try this, and oh, that's rad. you know, you don't really have that 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 personal interaction anymore. Um, which, I mean, granted, I mean, we're getting everything done. We're getting the projects done, and they're looking great. and we're all working together online to do it um so i mean everything's working fine but i i do think that a lot of us are just kind of missing seeing each other and you know and just kind of being sure. around each other because there is a certain kind of you know uh, uh indefinable something that comes with being around each other in person um that works uh that, that is very important for a creative uh department sure. i feel and we are missing sure. that so that kind of blows and you know and i'm antisocial, social like i'm very like Oh god, can I just stay home and not talk to human beings and and but even I'm like missing people. So if I'm Well missing
3: that people, that creative juice is it's it's the magic, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you kind of need to that the bounce the ideas off one another and Yeah, and all it's that hard, other stuff. man. Well what and what just, is new in Funko Land? I mean, anything you can tell us that's new in Funko? Ooh. Land? probably not. Well,
4: we had a bunch of recent announcements and so they did like kind of the the Comic-Con at home thing where they did like a, you know, released a lot of like Um, new images of product that's coming up and um, dropped a bunch of exclusives that people would have been able to buy at San Diego Comic Con but now they can buy them from the comfort of their living room um, Not true. And, Not true. And, uh, <laughs> and they made some like kind of fun videos that like involved fans, which I thought was really cool. Like they asked you know collectors and stuff to make little videos and send them in. And they, oh,
0: nice. Oh, cool.
4: Yeah. You know, so the, so there's a little bit of like social interaction. It was kind of fun because I watched it and I was like,
2: oh, hey, it's so
4: and so. Oh, hey, it's so and so. Like a, <laughs> so, you you got a little bit of a feel of that. Like you feel like you saw these people that you're used to seeing at least once a year. You know, right? Um. But but yeah, it's it's hard. It's it's a little. Different, but uh, you know, business-wise, we're doing just fine. That's you know, that's not a problem. But yeah, just I mean, just like you know, not being around each other in the in the art department, it does kind of suck not being able to go to these conventions and, and see these people who have become your friends. I mean, I've been right. going to San Diego Comic Con for ten years, and even though some of these people I only see once a year, they're still my friends, and right. you know, and yeah. I'm not getting to see them this year, and it blows.
2: That does yeah. suck, man. Look, I want I want to tell you this, like you know. Uh, I, I was busting your balls earlier the, in the in the week about uh, the Toy Tokyo thing. Remember that? That was funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Fuck you guys! Why y'all giving Toy Tokyo the good shit, man? Those motherfuckers never give us anything." Anyway,
4: <laughs> I'm I, like, "I'm not in charge of
2: that, man." I'm I know, I know, so I know. I was just fucking with you, man. You know, yep. I mean, but it was, um, I, you know, I want to say that I defend, uh, I defend Funko so much. <laughs> with with some of, with some of the fucking toy collectors out here,
4: that's uh, a never ending job, dude.
2: Dude, but the reason why though is because I'm constantly getting, ah, man, you can't believe you collect those new age Beanie Babies. I'm like, motherfucker, they're not Beanie Babies.
4: Yeah, it's a, it's a different. It, it's it's different. Guys, they're, they're I, I hear that comparison a lot, but, but I mean, two what, they're,
2: what they're trying to say is that they're they're the big fad now, and they're going to yeah. die away. Well, oh, they've
3: I, been. You guys have been around a while, though. Haven't yeah. You? Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
2: But what I try to keep telling these people is: is a beanie baby is a fucking sock animal. Yeah. A pu- hey, a pummel- I got a whole tote full of those
3: motherfuckers. But,
2: but wait, oh, I'm yeah, just, you're gonna
3: but, put your kid through college on
2: right? This, yeah, on yeah. Their Beanie babies. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. gonna actually. I'm using them for cornhole now. Pretty much. That's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the well, best. Yeah, they fly through the air. That's really the nicely. best thing you could do with those. <laughs> but no, I just I just tell them. I said, guys, it's it's a different property. I mean, look at look at each one. They have to pay for these properties, and then who's going to say um, Star Wars is going to disappear in the next tw- 10 years? No one. So they'll right. always be collectible. you got don't understand. A fucking sock cat my grandma could have made and stuck a fucking right. tie logo on it is, <laughs> it is not the same. It's a, it's a completely different thing. Well, yeah, but, I mean, they had main... their rage. yeah. Well, there's three
4: main differences, um, even though I hear that comparison the most. But you're right. It's, it's just people are trying to say that we're just a trendy thing that's going to die out. But um, so they compare us to Beanie Babies. But like the, the difference is, first of all, you can't compare plush to vinyl. Um, oh, yeah. It's two different types of collectors and it's uh, two different levels of collectability. Um, just plush is not as
3: just up as well.
4: And it doesn't hold up as well. The other thing is uh, what Ty didn't have with their product that we do is licensing, like you mentioned. Right. Like everyone, you know, our motto is everyone's a fan of something. And as long as new TV shows and new movies and new comic books and new, you know, things keep coming out, we can keep making pops of it. Uh, So it's actually kind of brilliant. Um, It is,
2: dude. Because,
4: yeah, it's the smartest thing ever. Pop culture feeds us. Then we're good. We'll, we'll keep making stuff. Well, you, you guys have
3: been at what for what five years, eight years? How long? Oh, dude, has the? Uh, well, I think Pops came out ten years ago.
2: Ten years, yeah. okay.
3: I knew it. I knew it's been a while. So you But, figured,
4: but Funko's been years. around since nineteen
2: ninety eight. Yeah, Funko's what been they... around for a long time because they were well, what doing. What did they do uh, in ninety eight? They were doing bigger, they, like the bobblehead
4: bobbleheads. Bobbleheads, yeah. yeah. We it started as a bobblehead company.
3: Oh, I didn't
4: know that, yeah, 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 so it's been around a long time, you know, and pops just really you know blew the company up like ten years ago. I
2: have a question wow. that uh, I never did ask you, and I was curious about you guys mm-hmm. started the reaction figures, correct? No,
4: so this <laughs> oh, this is a is, uh, tricky territory.
2: I was just um, curious because I remember. Buying boxes, Funko boxes with reaction figures in it, and and yeah, I thought so, that was you so guys' what company. Happened
4: there was, um, I had pitched an idea, uh, to to basically take properties and reimagine them as vintage five point articulated, you know, Kenner style figures yeah. from like the late seventies, early eighties. I pitched it exactly the same. Well. Not exactly. I, I was a little late to the game. L- little did I know Super 7 was already doing their alien figures ah, for their okay. reaction line. Gotcha. Um, and we were in talks with them of joining forces. So I had pitched this idea and they went, oh, yeah, we're already going to do something like that. And I went, oh, you are. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, we're teaming up with Super 7. And, and then I looked into it. I went, oh, that's right. They're doing this. Um, a couple other companies were doing it at the same time. Uh, Warpo Toys were doing these Cthulhu figures. Yeah, um, I saw
2: those. Those were cool. Zika
4: Toys did uh, uh, $6 million man figures. So there were other companies doing it, but Super 7, you know, like, they're a powerhouse dude. too. Dude, so
2: Super, they were already Super 7 blew it out doing the water.
4: Doing yeah, right. so we, we joined forces with them. And basically what happened essentially was we licensed the name and kind of the look and idea. And it was handed over to me, and I was kind of put in charge of the design of a lot of those. So wow. yeah, they were coming in Funko boxes, but you know, there's also it was a team up with Super Seven. And then after a while, the contract ran out, and it just we just let it go back over to Super Seven, and they're destroying it. They're they I, are, in dude. a good way. I mean, like they're just killing it.
2: Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're also awesome killing awesome
4: reaction stuff. They're you know?
2: killing my pocketbook too.
4: Yeah, I mean, there's there's some really amazing stuff that they're coming out with. But yeah, so for a while there, we were teamed up. But, um, essentially, it was a okay. Super Seven product powered had, by Funko. I was for just a curious because
2: because I saw them disappear for a while, and I was like, okay, well, now they're gone. Yeah, that was the transition period. That's when we kind of were like,
4: okay, we're done with this., um, and it's going back over to Super Seven and then super Seven took it back over and yeah. they were ramping back up again.
2: Yeah, they have some really cool things. like I really I really like the the New York hardcore fucking stuff that they know they're doing
4: like rancid and dude (laughs) like they did they did the
2: fucking bull from agnostic front and i'm going this is the coolest shit ever like no one nobody knows what that like the kids don't know what that is but i'm like
4: the the, the guy that owns super seven brian flynn i mean like he knows his shit like he's an old like Crusty punk skateboard kid, you know, well, you know, so no he wonder. knows that stuff and he you know, he cut his teeth on that kind of stuff. See, I had no idea. So, I mean, I don't know yeah, the, yeah, I don't yeah, know the story behind dude.
2: those guys, but I mean, that's very they're a very great company. I mean, I enjoy looking at some of the stuff, although a lot of it is really pricey and it's it's kind of hard to uh, you know buy a whole set of something at one time. Yeah, you know, sometimes like, it can't.
4: I mean, that's collectibles though. I mean, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? And, and, and production costs are rising, like for every company in the world right now. So I'm definitely yeah, not you know
2: hard. not knocking the guys. I'm just saying you know it's hard to buy like a whole set of figures when they're like yeah. twenty bucks a pop.
3: What what does it if, if if I'm just curious? I don't even know what the it, to for a company to does anybody just come to you guys and say hey. I want a run of <laughs> pops.
4: Yeah, that happens, and we sometimes say yes, and we sometimes say no. I was gonna I'm, say, yeah. How
2: the fuck does that work? You know, I was, I was just curious because I'm. I'm hey, because I want to run.
4: That, you know. Well, I mean, there's proper channels through our licensing team. You know, I mean, yeah. maybe back in the early days, people could call us up and be like, hey, we want to make this. You know, but Sorry. now there's there's proper channels. You know, we're a real All company right. now. We're publicly traded, so. Well, so, yeah, there's there's a licensing team that kind of handles all that and everything gets routed through them. And, you know, mm-hmm. make sure all the legal is there and everything's good. Wow. I good. just always con- wondered how contracts that Contracts get work. signed and stuff. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes we get approached by a licensor, you know, that's like, hey, man, we really like our stuff to be pops. But sometimes we go and approach them and be like, hey, guys, hear us out. Uh, you guys are doing great stuff. We'd love to make pops of it. You know, so it goes both ways.
2: And we okay. said yes. <laughs> yeah. Of course, we would love an MHOG line of pops. <laughs> yeah. That would be fantastic. Actually, there's
3: three in the series. There's three in the
2: series. This is Wayne, it's me,
3: and then the other one is actually a, a uh, microphone man. He's got little arms and legs, <laughs> but his body's a microphone, and it just says podcaster. I love it. Yeah. Well,
4: yeah. if you think you can, if you think you guys can sell 50,000 units, then uh, yeah, we'll make it. 50,000.
2: Right. So that's what we <laughs> No, no, I'm just saying that's what you have to sell, right? To get.
4: Well, you know, it varies, but, you
2: know. I was just curious. I mean, like, as I know, like, uh, for certain. Exclusives like with the paint changes and all this different things that each one of them had, you have to have like a certain amount that you have to, yeah, 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 you
4: need a minimum, but usually it's gotta, you know, it's it's gotta be something that we've already paid the mold cost and made our money back on the mold, right? Cost. Well, right. You,
3: you know, it's it's always the more you buy, the cheaper it is. Well, you know, well, yeah,
4: I, I mean, that's just how it works, Matt. That's how it works in production, I, you I know, know, it's uh, the factories give you breaks at certain points, you know, I mean, 50,000
3: pop, you only look at it like three cents a piece, right.
4: No <laughs> it ain't that.
2: Let me write you a check. <laughs> now no. in all seriousness, in all seriousness, when we get out of here, I do have I do have something I want to tell you, but I don't want to say it on here because I will sound like a pompous asshole. But um <laughs> I wanna ask you besides all the toy stuff, we're gonna go we're going mm-hmm. back to the, the band. Would you mind oh, okay. would you mind if I right now play your song? No, go ahead. I'd like I'd like to play it for everybody so they can hear you. Yeah, because I mean, we talked please. about it. We talked about it. We talked about it. And I, I, you know, I think it's it's only fair. These people will probably be like, whatever this motherfucker. They can play it, you know. <laughs> so yeah, so let's play it but right they now. They might still be saying
4: that after they hear
2: it. So so right now we're gonna play uh, Master Fels. of Metal. Yes, Master of Metal. metal. <laughs> um, I'm not taking knee, that title. Off. Knee deep in blood. The name of the song is crucifist check it out
0: Crucif- yes. Yes.
2: go crucifist what a fucking incredible song dude i'm telling you <laughs> wow I, thanks man I, i'm 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 really i'm really stoked that that you know that you did that it sounds really good
3: oh that's oh my god there's a midget in your house yes
2: here say hello <laughs> hello okay there you go that's enough now go in your room well hello <laughs> that's my son hello? oh okay yeah yeah he ran he ran no actually it's a midget i keep in the box. <laughs> That's where you keep your midgets.
0: Always in boxes. Yeah, always in yeah, the boxes.
2: Always, because you know they they just tend to beat around too much. I'm like when they roll around and shit, <laughs> yeah. keep in the yeah, box. You know, they scream and it's, but, just, it's annoying. But no, really, man, I really enjoy the song. I really do. Thank I'm not you. I'm not I'm not blowing it. smoke up your ass. I'm not telling you that because you know we like That's you. Fun.
3: I I I dig it. I actually, love it. Uh, my uh, wife's gonna come out. I want her to hear it because she really will dig it. All right, cool.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's it's dirty, it's rough around the edges, but you know, yeah, I I mean, I mean, but that's what, but that's what what it's supposed
2: to be, man. It's supposed to have that edge.
4: It kind of is. Like lately, I've been listening to, like, I've been going back. I'm reading this really cool book called um, "Choosing Death," and it's uh, it's it's basically about the. I think the subtitle is like the the unlikely rise of death metal and grindcore. Oh, nice. Mm. So it's about the early days of you know the forming of death metal and how it kind of blossomed in. And so, like, I'm I'm reading a lot about these bands like Nihilist and and stuff like that. So oh, I'm, nice! I'm going back and listening to like their demos. You know, these are bands that eventually morphed into other things like Obituary and you know bigger right, right. bands. So I'm like going back and I'm listening to their demos and, and listening to their first EPs that they were putting out back in like you know '89. And I'm <laughs> like, oh my god, that, that's so raw! Like you can like, you can almost like hear them in the room recording right, it. Right, right. Like it's kind of dope. So. So that's how I kind of came to terms with um, some of my uh, re- uh, uh, <laughs> my recording abilities. It's I'm a, like, well, no, it's it's supposed to be a little rough. Yeah, some so, of, so I'm, some I'm leaning those, into it and just kind of accepting it for what it is. Some I of think those it's old cool. demos. Man. Man. There was a
3: guy I used to know who used to go to all the all these different bands' practices, and he would just ask permission to record them while they pro- played, in the hopes that one day these guys would get signed, and he would have that <laughs> famous recording. We got that you know demo, I mean? dude. Brilliant that's genius he had uh he had so much good shit though we used to go to his house for parties and stuff and he just yeah. played this stuff because yeah i recorded this. and this, it was an older dude you know he'd been doing it since the the 70s and wow. he would go and and it was just some band, bands you've never heard of but there was like yeah you know who that is playing no who is that that's geezer butler oh fuck
4: yeah you know? <laughs> wow that's a trip man <laughs> dude but, it's uh, true
2: man you never know who you're going to see or run it like um Friends of mine were in a band called Shakespeare in Hell. Uh, where they basically took Shakespearean plays and put a death metal, which was fucking nice. fantastic. It was fantastic. Look them up online. You can you can still get okay. their stuff. They have two they have two albums, Hecate's One and I cannot remember the other one. Um but great stuff like and uh one time they 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 got really popular out here. You know they were they were getting bigger and bigger and uh, so they were headlining this this show, and you know who opened for them was Coheed and Cambria. Oh my god! Right, <laughs> right. I mean, right. like, so we got to hang out with those dudes, and and that was before they even were anything. Like, no one knew who these guys were. They were just kind of on tour themselves, paying for their stuff, riding around in a little van, you know. And oh my god, and, and, you need a van just for that guy's hair! Right, and then like and like, <laughs> listen to this, dude. Two years after that show they fucking exploded, dude. It was yeah, like, they were happens, everywhere. Man. And we were just like, wow, that's so fucking cool. Like, you know, I still have the flyer actually of that, that show co-eating Camrya, Shakespeare in hell. And I forget what the other bands were named, but yeah, it was a trip. It was, did cool. I,
4: did I tell my kid rock story on the last podcast?
2: Uh, uh-uh. I don't think so.
4: Oh, okay. So back in, you know, 93, I think it was maybe 94, um, for a few years there, I was in a band, uh, called Clayface, and we were basically like, um, take, take Pantera, but have Henry Rollins singing for him. Badass. Yeah. It was kind of like that. And, um, and, uh,
2: I like the name too, by the way, <laughs> well, it was named after a Batman villain. Right. 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 <laughs> That's why I was like, I love that name, dude. Batman.
4: Well, yeah. So, you know, and we, you know, we were, you know, kind of known locally, you know, we weren't like making it or anything, but, uh. So we we booked this gig and they were like, uh, oh yeah, you know, like um, you're gonna headline, you're going on last, and we got a couple out of town bands coming. I was like, okay, great. And um, we get there and uh, it was at a, a a club that's like kind of a step up above your typical bar. It's actually got a stage and everything. Oh we were like, yeah, you Playing here, yeah. And um and it's in it was in Winston Salem, North Carolina, and in called Beatty's. And so we were like, yeah, we're finally playing babies. woo! You know, we make a big deal out of it. And then we get there, and they had, like, a green room, you know, which is basically a back room. Was that enough. not
2: the best thing in the world? Because, like, I remember when we played, and we got, like, you guys get to go in the green room. We walk in, it's a fucking little room, but we're like, yeah, we're in the fucking green room, dude! <laughs>
4: That's a, I see a mop in the corner. But anyway, like, yeah, so, they. but we couldn't get in the green room because one of the other bands um, took it over and weren't letting any of the other bands in. All right. And the, I guess they pitched a fit because the club owner was like, oh, by the way, these guys, they're headlining. and uh, But you're going on second to last. And we were like, what? Who the fuck? Like, <laughs> like who's, who's this asshole, you know? Sure. And uh, it was Kid Rock.
2: That's was, funny.
4: Yeah. But, like, before anybody knew who Kid Rock was <laughs> or anything, and, th- and they went on stage. <laughs> we stuck around long enough to see them because we were like, who are these assholes, you know? They wouldn't even like. So we all had to, like, go sit in our van. You know, but it's like I to play. And I was like, "That's who the fuck?" I was pissed. I was it's so like,
3: where's, "Where's Kid Rock's van? I'm going to take a dump on his hood." Jeez. Oh yeah. my
4: god, I was just so pissed. And then like, so they came out and they play their like redneck rock yeah. or whatever it was, and and I was like, "This this guy?" I was like, "Oh fuck him! He's never going to become anything." And then <laughs> he just, like the next year, he was like the most famous person on the planet. What? He was like in Joe Dirt. And I was right. Like, oh, okay.
2: One one of my favorite shows we've ever played ever. Was when we played with um, uh, fucking green Jello. Oh, oh my God. God, dude! Oh, green,
4: green jelly.
2: Oh, no, nah, yeah. Well, we yeah, I Remember didn't. they got sued by but Jell-O. but but they put little
4: they, pigs, little pigs let me.
2: <laughs> they they put umlauts over the Y, so it's Jello.
4: Oh yeah, good point.
2: Yeah, good point. Yeah, <laughs> um, but what's really funny is is you know green Jello is only one dude. Oh, is that true? Yes. He is only one guy. Uh Bill Man Speaker is the only original member of Green Jello. He, oh, I didn't know that. He um he holds the world's record for the most band members ever.
4: <laughs> Cuz he just like gets a new group every time he goes yeah. out on tour.
2: Yes. Uh he ha- he has a select few guys that do different areas. Like he has people who do like the Texas and Louisiana run. He has like like 30, oh, 30 my God! He's got like 30 people that do that. He's got like you know, this could be your future, man. I'm telling 30 you. 30 people there, 30 yeah, I people there.
4: I, I I don't know if I want that record, though.
2: And uh, <laughs> But he is such an awesome dude. He's so nice. He's down to earth. He's so much fun. Like I, We were backstage talking to him. And, unlike uh, Kid Rock. Right, unlike Kid Rock. We were backstage <laughs> talking to him, and he was like, yeah, come on up to the green room, man. Let's go hang out. So we went up to the little... Because it was a big venue. We played. We, it was like... um remember remember when we had the uh the full metal prom from south, yeah, yeah, south, yeah. south hall. southport hall yeah that's where it was so oh okay. that's a so big
3: it's a, it's a decent sized venue and yeah it's like yeah a, a auditorium
2: yeah it's big so uh the upstairs there's a uh there's a big loft upstairs above the the stage where the bands go and hang out and there's like food and all kind of shit for the fancy people you know <laughs> nice so he's like y'all come on up man come on up so I, like, we go up there and he's like eat whatever you want man and he's like there's like big old plates of fucking food and shit so we're eating and hanging out with him and he's just bullshitting about us telling telling us to um if you want to put the you know i need some people to be uh puppets for the show you guys want to put these masks on I, I said oh my god i said no Uh, He goes, I promise I just made them today so they don't have, like, the hepatitis and AIDS and shit in them, like, from all the (laughs) other ones. (laughs) I was like, fucking crazy, man. I said, after we play, I'm going to be done, dude. You know, he's like, oh, it's cool. He's like, I completely understand, man, you know, And but after the show. He hung out we all got pictures together we're all you know just and i'm still friends with all those guys after that show you know they're all still talking love me. it so, yeah it was did
3: you know you would just grow up to be a puppet for somebody else exactly
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: bill
3: man speaker the puppet master <laughs> <laughs> well besides the music uh what about your stuff what about your personal line of uh, of toys and stuff like that How, yeah, uh, how's that yeah, going my man? side
4: project bim toy yeah. yeah yeah so that's going super strong which is um um everything i kind of said about my day job i I, you can apply you know fivefold like i talk about missing going to see people like we had all these plans for like these big parties that we were going to throw and we had all these cool exclusives um which we just can't do but like product wise like we're selling great we just brought on a new artist jason Rowe, so we're putting out his product now under under the brand it's not just me i'm not the only designer anymore
3: yeah um
4: and um so like yeah i mean the the side project is going fantastic that's great, uh, but dude. once again i just i miss seeing the people you know it's bumming me out
2: oh by the way uh, a friend of mine found one of your designs uh uh design toys that you said has disappeared the primal age or primal
4: <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh, we don't make those anymore
2: i don't know why dude that's such a such a sad sad thing um well, you telling me the the castle he found, he found one oh, yeah. and he bought one dude. It, it, it was amazing. I was like, yeah, dude, they're all on
4: clearance now. Like all the, like all these retailers are just moving them out.
2: Well, I'm, I'm it hunting, just, It man. just didn't
4: catch on like for whatever reason. But, uh, yeah, I put a lot of heart and soul into primal age and savage world. Like that was kind of my baby. Was, that was probably the closest I came to having my heart really broken, but you know, that's the business. You know, Was the,
2: um, the, the mortal Kombat your stuff too?
4: Yeah, I did. I, I I created and designed all Primal Age and Savage World figures and playsets and everything.
2: Well, I didn't know if I didn't know because the Mortal Kombat stuff doesn't have that written on it. I didn't know if that was part of that. Line.
4: Right. Yeah. So that was early on. Um, so Mortal Kombat was the first to come out, uh, and that was before we decided, like, you know, what we're going to brand all of these Savage World. The only ones that were called Primal Age were the DC. Right. Characters. Yeah. Um uh Warner wanted kinda to have their own name, kinda their own ownership over it, which I thought was rad. And um so everything else was called Savage World. Um and yeah, so the Mortal Kombat ones didn't have it on it, but they were the first ones to come out. Cause they weren't supposed to be the first ones to come out, but that's how it turned
2: Because I have uh <clears throat> I have one. I found one. Like I've been I've looked all over for them and I, every now and then I see them on like Amazon where I can get like yeah. a couple of them, but, yeah. um, <clears throat> I'd like to buy, I want to get all the, the horror movie ones for sure. And oh,
4: I loved those. I had a lot of fun. I did, I did all the designs for the horror movie ones on a 14 hour flight to Hong Kong. What? I just, I, well, yeah. Cause like, you know, I have to, you know, I occasionally have to go over to Asia to visit factories and right. stuff like that. And, uh, so I was heading over for this one trip. And, um, the, the whole plan is the trick is when you're flying over there is to stay up the whole time on the airplane oh, okay. and then land in the evening. So you're now, and then you just go crash in your hotel room and you're ready to go the next day. So you're on their time. Right.
2: Uh, so you so don't have that fucking horrible job. W- in order
4: to keep myself awake on the plane, I, I try to find projects that I can work on. And so they were like, yeah, I think we're, we, we're going to get all these, uh, horror characters approved. So sketch them up. And I was like, all right. So I drew that entire series while on a single plane wow. flight over to Hong Kong. So, dude,
2: that's so cool! Because honestly, when I saw that they were coming out, I almost shit myself. I was just like, "Dude, these." <laughs> to be are-
3: honest, Wayne, you you kind of do that. Anyway. Shut up! He I'm- does that anyway.
4: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> I was just I was just super impressed with them. You know, I was just like, "I'm a well, he, thanks, I'm man. a huge He-Man fan, dude." You know, and like when those came out, I was like, "Dude, this is like such a cool throwback with new characters." I'm so excited about this line. And then it just disappeared. We didn't get anything here. Like we had one or two every now and then.
4: Yeah, and, and then the distribution didn't really work the way I had hoped. And yeah, I just I don't know, and, and some of the fan reaction wasn't what I hoped, but you know, that's kind of the gamble you take. Yeah, fuck those so guys. So it just it kind of died <laughs> on the vine a little bit.
2: I tell you what, I do the one I do have though is I have a sub zero, but, cha- oh, yeah. but it's the chase but it's the chase. So I have the Chase oh, Sub-Zero, the blue nice. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the all blue. Yep, and he's the just, pure blue. I just said, I just thought about that because I turned my head and I was, he's in the wall right next to me and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I got to ask him about this guy.
4: Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? He's a funny one too because, um, so when, when I designed those, you know, I run them, I, w- I was running them through like a, you know, a He-Man filter, to, right? you know, not to use Mattel's words, but, you know, it's clearly inspired by that. Like we're not making any secrets about that. Um, and so I, yeah, I, I run them through like the eighties fantasy filter, like what, you know, what it would look like. So I ran those guys through it and, um, and they look pretty rad. Um, and then with sub zero, they were like, well, Hey, are there any chases we can do with this? And we were like, Oh, well, you, you know, and, and at the time I had this, uh, project manager, he doesn't work at punko anymore, but he was big mortal combat fan. He was like, Oh, well, you know, you got to do homeboy with like his flame and skull head. And we were like, Oh, okay, cool. So. We designed this flaming and skull head and then we were good to go. And everything was, you know, everything was approved and ready to go. And at the last minute sales needed another chase hmm. and we couldn't, I couldn't think of one cause I don't know mortal Kombat that well. And, uh, our guy was like, uh, no dude, you could do sub zero. Like he, like he turned to ice. And so like, I, I had to get other kind of phone call, like a Skype call <laughs> with our factory and I was like, Hey, um, are we, is it too late that we can run like, you know, a certain amount of, of these pieces just in all clear blue? And they were like, you sure? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, yeah, we can do it. And so that, that was actually like a last minute choice that we Wow.
2: Made. Wow, dude. I didn't even know there was another chase.
4: Yeah. Um, what's his name? Scorpion?
2: Yeah. Yeah. With the flaming head. Yeah. Scorpion.
4: Yeah. 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 So then Then he's got a flaming head variant. Is there, there
2: is there any others? Like I'm just curious like uh, for for like the um the other lines uh, like the Batman and shit.
4: Yeah, we had some chases on the Batman cuz we did like the black and gray, like the blue and gray was the main release and then the, we did a black and gray um chase uh I think Freeze, Mr. Freeze had a chase. Um god, was there another Mortal Kombat one? What's the, what's the female character's
2: name? Katana? Katana? Katana. Or um I,
4: Fuck. I I think we did I think I we remember. did like a a, a a different colored costume chase for her if I remember correctly. So sometimes I design these things and they just don't make the cut. Right. So yeah. I, I, sometimes that my brain gets a little messed up and I'm like, did we release that or did <laughs> I just draw it?
3: Who was the chick with the si- uh the size?
2: Well, there's two. There's Katana and then there's He um, had a sword. And then there's the other one that's they're like sisters. One's purple and yeah, one's one's So one's we blue. made
4: Katana. Katana's the one we made. Okay. And she actually didn't come with a katana. <laughs> Ironically. She came with these like fans that she like fought with. Oh, that's
3: right. That's right. The, the fans. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Better better, better idea than the pan flute. Yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> now, now I know you're a you're a huge instigator on the toy line. I'm just going to tell you that already. You knew I I give you shit about it all the time when I see your posts on Instagram because it's like this son-of-a-bitch post shit on there, like, oh, look at this. And I'm like, oh, asshole, where'd you get that from? You know, I'm like, God, now I got to go find this. You know, I'm like, Gah.
4: But that, I, you know, that's I'm only doing that because, like, people do that to me. They'll post right. something, and I'll be like, well, looks like I'm going to eBay right now, and then I'll spend the rest of the night on, you know, in some <laughs> weird rabbit hole looking up some strange Japanese toy from the 60s, you know. Well,
2: it's but funny. But I, it, it it to me as well. It's funny you said that because – a couple shows ago, me and Rum were talking to our guest, and they brought up collecting the old TV show action figures. Because like, that's what I used to collect. Like Dukes of Hazzard, the, uh, oh, yeah. the, a- ma- team. the MacGyver A-Team. MacGyver. Man, when we got done, I got on this fucking search, and I just oh, sat yeah, there, dude. dude, and I was looking up stuff and yeah, trying it's, to it's, find it's a, it's things. thing, man. And then and then I got hooked on trying to trying to complete my set of Masters of the Universe. Uh, they call them Oof. the two the hundreds. You know what I'm talking about?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two
2: hundred series. Uh, so I'm trying to complete that, right? And well, that's
4: the the two thousand X series. Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. Well, two thousand X, I guess. Well, it, every time I see it on it came it's just... on,
4: like I don't know why it's called two thousand X, but it, they came out in two thousand. I don't know why people kind of call it that, but that was like you're talking about like the reimagined. Um, the really detailed uh, four yeah, horsemen designs. Yeah. The
2: four horsemen designs. Yeah. yeah like after the f- actually, I think the those neck- are
4: killer man, like those sculpts like <sighs> there, but you know what the problem is? They, they suffered uh, what, you know, a lot of nineties toys suffered from was that pre posed pose. Yeah, um, and minimal articulation, but you know it, it's got it got that like McFarlane detailed treatment. Yes, yes. Um, and which it was great. Everybody loved that shit back in 1996. But um, after a while, people kind of got tired of that, and so those suffered a little bit for that. But uh, but at the end of the day, they're just gorgeous sculpts and and paint details. Um, yeah, mean, they're really beautiful. Yeah, I have
2: a ton uh, of them, dude. I have I have like I don't know, maybe thirty, forty of them. Oh, Jesus. And, and they're all. You know they
4: made that
2: many. Oh, dude, there, there's more than that. Like, I have that many on my wall, and then I went to search for to other ones. They made, like, an entire, like, snake mount, like, the Snake Men line that you could. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I've never ne- I haven't seen half of those. I'm like, what the fuck? When did these come out? But you see what happens is all the ones that I got were at the KB Toys, and then KB Toys was gone, and then it was nothing, yeah, yeah. you know? Like, KB Toys was so cool because they had, like, the the action figures no one else would carry.
4: Well, it was kind of like a closeout store. Like that's why I liked KB because you'd go there and you'd find all this like clearanced out you yeah. know, uh, shit that, and like, I remember we had a KB toy store. Like I, I grew up in uh, partially in North Carolina. So when I, in my toy collecting days in my like late teens, early twenties, um, now we had a KB fully. toys in the mall there and we would go there. And I remember one time going and they had a bunch of uh Power of the Force Yak faces, which was only sold in Canada.
2: Jesus Christ.
4: But they had like a I don't know, they must have got several cases of them or something like that just to close out, and they were ninety-nine cents a piece. And I was like, Wow, what a piece of shit action figure. Like, no way like you, you can't even give this one away. And I didn't get one. I like I didn't Fuck, buy one. Like, I am detecting
3: a theme go. here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You noticed that, right? You
4: know, and then like years (laughs) later when I'm trying to complete, you know, as an adult with disposable income here, I am trying to complete my vintage star Wars collection and I got to like really fork over some money for a loose yak face, you know? And I was like, God damn it. Why didn't I do it when I was in KB toys?
2: I should have bought like seven of them. What's, what's the yak face going for nowadays? Um,
4: uh, I don't know. He it, like a lot. Like, I mean, I'm just curious. You know, he's like, I, a blue, he's a blue snaggle too. So he's a few
3: yeah, hundred bucks.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was going to say like at least three or four. Right. Well, I've, yeah, I've got, yeah. a, I've got a little bit of a bone to pick with you, man. Oh me? shit. Yep. I got a bone right. to pick with you. Because right,
3: I, I have been, I've been on the BIM toy website. Yes. And every time <laughs> everything you want sold out is sold out. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Yeah, Me too. I told you I, business
4: was good. I
3: want, <laughs> When 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 do they not become sold out? When when do you, do you redo the line, or is it they gone? From- well,
4: so the limited editions are what sell so quickly, and you know because they're limited. You know, we only make three hundred of them, four hundred of them, and then that's it, and they sell. So, and and now we like our collector base has gotten so large that uh, that yeah they sell out with you know in seconds. Because I'm like,
3: I wanted tiny ghost Captain Howdy. I wanted the cult series.
4: Captain Howdy. We sold 350 pieces of Captain Howdy in less than 18 seconds.
2: Holy <laughs> shit,
4: dude. Yeah. You know, but you know, so, but it's a double edged sword. So, like, because then a lot of people go, well, why don't you make more? So, what happens is, it's like, so we go, okay, well, we sold 350, but what if we doubled it? We make 700 of these, right? And double our money. Well, what happens is a lot of collectors go, hmm, 700, that's not a very low limited edition run. So, I'm not going to bother and so
0: collectors we end up dumb. sitting on
4: them you know they don't sell so it's like you can't win it's like you make too many and they don't sell because it's not limited enough but or you limit I... them and they sell very quickly and then people are <laughs> mad at you because not enough get it but like you know for captain howdy um we were looking at our site metrics um, we had 350 pieces for sale and there was over 3,000 people on our site
3: wow right Jesus, man is there is there any way captain howdy could be a t-shirt
4: <laughs> i don't know yeah i mean you know we could come up with something like that uh, i was really surprised that captain howdy did that great i was i was more surprised at how many people didn't understand the reference of captain howdy but, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people were like what a dumb name i don't get it uh, i'm like oh once again nobody has read or seen the exorcist
3: no
2: people are dumb dude people
3: Man, are dumb right. it, it, it was such, it's just, they're just such little little Genius things you well, know, thank they, you. They're, they're just very very cool when they're what what I like about them is that they're just I mean it's 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 the little ghost you know but each little ghost is different which is so freaking cool
0: yeah, which well, I, actually,
3: yeah. I actually like your figures now please don't take this the wrong way because <laughs> I know I know you I know you're 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 sitting on a fine line but I really like your figures even more so than a lot of the pops
4: uh, yeah, that's weird for me because I'm like, well, both of those are paying my
3: mortgage. So <laughs> I, 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 know, like, I mean, that's just my personal thing, though. Well, I really you. I like the pops. Don't get me wrong. But I really like the the more I just like the little ghosts and I like the uh, all, all, you know, all the stuff is great. I mean, I got uh, I got a T-shirt coming. I got the uh, oh, good. The, and I hope I have the T-shirt coming. It's uh, she's supposed to order it. It's the uh, paranormal <laughs> one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're, of course, sold out of the death metal one
4: yeah we that uh, that sold out very very quickly
3: <laughs> god damn it
4: yeah mm-hmm. well a lot of times i'm just coming up with stuff and we throw it up on the site sure. and we don't always know if it's going to do well like you know like my action figure line lords of abaddon um is not selling at all so
2: was <laughs> that no, and that's no. and that's sad because i think those are really fucking cool too those
4: well, are thank awesome. you but you know they're really dark. Like, you know, I I try stuff. I was I was talking with uh, uh, my partner uh, Jason Rowe, uh, one of the other designers on Bimtoy now, and 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 we were talking about like messages that we put out there. And I'm like, you know, I'm kind of a strange dichotomy because one minute I want to make like this little ghost that looks like a rubber ducky, and then the next minute I want to see how I can come up with the most satanic, evil action <laughs> figure line of all time. You know, and I like I'm a very strange person that way, but. Um, and, and so sometimes my stuff goes a little too far and, but that's why you push envelopes just to no, see how I, far I, they go. I
3: like the pushing of the envelopes. Cause that's the, that's the line now that everybody needs to go by. Everybody. Well, needs to
4: Yeah. Buy. I mean, yeah, they're, they're up there. Like we, the first figure the Baphomet sold out pretty quickly. Um, we had some production problems on that. So I think that's kind of in, 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 word got out and you know some collectors that they have long they hold long grudges so i think they weren't aren't buying the other two figures um Astaroth and the eviscerator um because they're like ah they're not made well and i'm like well it's, you know, it's a small company we're doing our best you, <laughs> you know, know i, we I have I'm, improved quality we did improve the quality on those
3: but I, i'm having this i'm having this idea of you you know, you're, you've, got, you've got your hand and your mind's going in so many different directions, but you're, I have you sitting in this room with lit candles surrounded by all these tiny <laughs> vinyl figurines wearing your trench coat, your fake teeth, and your black beret, because that's what you're wearing when you're writing your music with black your iPad. Beret. I don't know why. I don't, it was just, uh, I don't know why. I just, I just picture it. And, and there you are, and you're, and you're writing your music going, and you're just chuckling evilly to yourself and you're, you're making and you're just, ah, it's just, it's just a whole vision. I see of you. It's, it's mostly inaccurate.
4: Uh, I am sitting, <laughs> it's surrounded by toys and I do evilly laugh to myself occasionally, but, uh, no um, candlelight,
3: no, uh, no, no plate, I don't, but...
4: I have too many cats in this house to have candles and, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they'll, they'll burn their whiskers off cause they're dumb. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, you know, like, uh, I get made fun of sometimes when I'm on like video calls at work. Cause they're like, I'm I'm sitting in my office and it's filled with all of the toys and stuff that I've created. And, and one of my coworkers was like, wow, Reese, you look like you're your own biggest fan. And I'm like, all right, all right, leave me alone. You know, <laughs> I, mean, it's, I am surrounded by a lot of my work, but you know what? I'm proud of what I've done, man. Because like, you know, a few years ago when I first created this little ghost, um, I didn't know what it was going to turn into. So to see it, what it is today, like it kind of blows my mind, you know.
3: That's and, fun, man.
4: And, and it also like surrounding myself with it kind of keeps me motivated. Like I, it, it reminds me of the responsibility I've now set for myself to keep this going.
0: You know?
3: I just had another great idea. Oh, you're welcome to it. share it. You're welcome to take it. Okay, you remember great. back in the day when uh, the strawberry shortcake was out, and uh, they yeah. were vinyl, and you could scratch them, and they smelled like strawberry shortcake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you my. should do that with the ghosts.
4: We have we have looked into scented ghosts. Um that's not the weirdest idea, man.
3: No, no, no. You could have one like, you could have like the 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 cool 90s ghost and he's dressed in like 90s stuff or has some sort of 90 pup and he smells like Drakkar. Drakkar. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> smells, like, smells like a rave fog machine. Uh, yeah, you know,
3: stuff like that.
4: Not, that no, smells I actually like thought about that. I actually came up, do you remember the old Scratch and Sniff stickers? Oh, Loved yeah. Stickers, oh, yeah, for sure. Stickers from Used when we were a kid. Them.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
4: Well, I uh, I I, on my Instagram, I've been doing these drawings of they're called scratch and wretch. So I'm drawing cute little cartoons of things that smell horrible. And and I'm kind of (laughs) impersonating those, you know, it's like dirty socks and turds and things like that. Sure. So I actually got in touch with this one factory and I was like, hey, I'm thinking about making these stickers. You seem to do scratch and sniff. Do you have any of these odors? And I sent them this list of like dirty foot. (laughs) <laughs> armpit odor, and stuff so, and they wrote back. They were like, "Yeah, no, we don't do that." <laughs> they were like, "We have strawberry and watermelon and lemon." And I was like, "Oh." Never do you remember.
3: know the cool one that I used to get? I used to get sheets of, was they had, and they they wouldn't sell it now because it it was uh, it smelled like gasoline.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. there's a there the car. There was a car one that smelled like gasoline, and a motorcycle one that smelled like motor oil.
3: Yeah, and then there was
4: a skunk one that was my favorite. Yeah, I love the skunk. That was my favorite. Yeah, so good. I love those, man.
3: I used to I used to get bad grades just on my worksheets when I was a a little kid, just so I could get this because (laughs) the skunk (laughs) on it. "Ah, I got a zero on purpose. (laughs) Yeah, just for my skunk sticker.
4: You know what's funny? This is so stupid. So in second grade um those were like the thing to get everybody had like their sticker albums right and oh, yeah, what you really sure. wanted like the the cream of the crop were those scratch and sniff stickers from your mm-hmm. teacher um to put in your album and i remember kids getting frustrated because my teacher would yell great job and she just like s- smash it down onto your worksheet and it was hard to peel off and stuff so i remember like appealing to her and being like um hey uh mrs 80 that was her name in second grade i was like um can you just lightly like put them on like one corner <laughs> so we can peel them off easier and she was like uh, uh, oh okay yeah sure i can do that and i was like the like the hero of second grade because awesome. I talked the teacher into just lightly putting the sticker on so we could peel Man. them off easy So
3: that's how it all started you started to feel like you were revolutionary at that point you know? I
4: did. I was, and I was also like just a weird obsessive collector you know, from an early age. Even <laughs> even at, even at you that know? age,
3: man, yeah, it was great stuff.
4: Yeah, I was always worried about curating. Everything.
2: People don't
3: know. People don't know the fun we used to have with things that are probably toxic.
2: Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> I know, right? It, it's really funny, like how how everything we is...
4: used to throw lawn darts at each yeah.
2: other. Yeah, yeah. metal people, not and those plastic yeah. ones. And you know, I tried. Yeah. I tried to explain that to my brother-in-laws. <clears throat> They're in their twenties, and. I'm like, "Look, guys. We used to have this thing we called lawn darts." And they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, the thing with the ball on it that you throw." I said, "No, dude. These no, were no. These <laughs> were big fucking darts with metal ends that we would th- throw up in the air and stand there and <laughs> see if they would hit us." Yeah. Yeah, no,
4: as, no. A, as a as a sharpened spike plummets from the air right. next to your skull well,
3: yes all all intention purpose you were only supposed to you're supposed to sh- throw them into the ring oh across yeah, yeah the way but
4: yeah. yeah we always used to throw oh no, you always gotta make it more dangerous it was sure, more it was more fun we used you, to use them like grenades
3: when we were playing war yeah out of the foxhole and try to hit the other team well god playing war you can, you don't see kids doing that anymore nobody no.
4: did that i mean it's just a different time i mean i, I remember there was uh um there was a, a line of toy guns when i was a kid called real deal that yes i had those yes and, and their, batteries their major selling point was how realistic they looked
3: <laughs> that's right and they were made of metal
4: Yep, they were insane dude i remember i had like a 45 automatic that actually recoiled yes mm-hmm. and there was no orange tips on them i said god you couldn't the, do that
3: the, the ones i had were squirt
4: guns we were, oh my god it's just remember insane. the squirt guns Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, yeah,
3: those were the ones that you fill up with water. They were they were metal. You put the batteries in them because water and battery make sense.
4: Yeah, that makes perfect and, sense. And, and they, you know, they corrode and
3: stuff. But yeah, those suckers they weighed, man. I had a Tommy gun, I had the, the pistols, I had an M sixteen, you know. yeah,
4: I had an uh, M sixteen. Like you just can't play with it. And now what's weird is like now I'm a father in this modern day and age and you know, it, you know, my son wants to shoot things. It's a natural thing that kids want to do, you know? Sure. Uh, and so like, I found myself like nervous giving him like this bright orange nerf gun, you know, and, and it, yeah, just times have changed. And I, I look back and yeah, I remember having an, a, getting an M16 on Christmas morning.
3: Yep. Yep. That was, those those are the days, man. Boy, yeah, you know time. what? You know, times are they, different. They are. Well, they shouldn't be, damn it.
4: Or I don't know. Maybe they should. Sometimes I just don't know
3: anymore. That's true. Well, <laughs> if, if anything, we should just go back to metal talker trucks for Christ's sake.
4: At
2: least <laughs> that. Know. At least that. Plastic
4: plastic also break. metal metal production is very expensive.
2: Now well. I know that now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do not take their side. God damn it. It's so much cheaper to make things out of plastic. That's true. That's oh, true. Oh man.
4: <laughs> um,
2: well dude, look, we appreciate you coming back on, man. It was dude, so much. Bu- thanks for having me, man. Such a blast, dude. And like I said, you, you know, you are always welcome back on this show, man. Like awesome, man. Like, Thank seriously, Because you. 'cause you're so much fun to hang out with and just the bullshit. We could bullshit for days on here. Just yeah, to, man. you know. And um I go think- check out Knee Deep in Blood. Yeah, yeah. dot
4: need- kneedeepinblood.bandcamp.com. It's it's available for pre order now. It's a six song EP that's coming out August nineteenth. You'll get the whole thing. And then um I'm working on getting some CDs and possibly some vinyl printed. Um I'm hoping to have a uh, like a merch site up soon with some shirts right. and patches and stickers and all that good shit. Um, awesome. And no one will buy them, and I'll probably be sitting on that sh- stuff for years. But
2: I'll buy them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, right, that, I'll I be. One. You already got one here, so that's right. two. Woo-hoo. He sold and, two. And
3: go to go to Bim Toys and make sure you leave a comment. Why is everything sold out?
4: Oh yeah, because we don't get that comment. <laughs> 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 That'd be original.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? It was in my cart. And then I went to check out. Sale. Uh, that's the same thing. That's why are you in two companies that both do that to people? I just I want to tell lie. you that
4: two companies that do that to people. I'm in the business. That whole <laughs> business does that to people. It's just the nature of it's, it. it. It's it's
2: funny because I'll I'll do that with uh with like sometimes they'll they'll get ready to release something really cool on the on the Funko page, and it's like. I get the little email for like an hour ahead or some shit. And I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. All right. So I go on there, put it in my cart. And right when I go to check out, it's like eh, sold out. I'm like, what the fuck?
4: <laughs> There's always somebody faster, man. It's There's like, always damn. somebody faster. It's like, These
2: motherfuckers yeah. are quick.
4: Yeah. It's the nature yeah. of the beast. But yeah. So yeah. Check out bimtoy.com um, and uh, original uh- bimtoy at original bimtoy on, on Instagram. I'm trying to decide if I should make like an Instagram page for the band. You do should, it do you it. Should.
3: Do it. And, and make so. sure you animate it. <laughs>
4: yeah. Because exactly. I got that kind of free time.
3: And uh on the site, make sure you start selling this black berets you wear. <laughs> black berets.
4: <laughs> Plastic vampire teeth.
3: There you go. Yeah, don't forget those. Don't forget those. <laughs> it's a knee deep and blood
2: uh swag bag. <laughs> yeah,
4: I love it. It's beautiful. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm writing that down right now. There you Good.
2: go. Look at see. Look, see. At least it took her, it. I took your idea, man. That's is go. gonna be good. Let's I'm just making good. the I'm
3: making the world change. That's what I do.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, again, Reese, man, thank you so much. And uh like I said, we're gonna get you back on soon, dude, for sure. All right, buddy. It was so, yeah, much for sure. so
4: much fun. I love fun. it. I really appreciate it.
2: Uh, but I remember, guys. Thank you all for joining us. And uh I was your host, Wayne. I'm the Rum Guy. And remember. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, two keep it, keep
0: it, keep it, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you with such sweet sounds? Go ahead and run! Run home and pry the mama! Get the butt out! Okay then! That's it!